the sinks a lot. How do I do this? Let go. Oh, there okay. Go. There we go. There. Okay, we're we're good. Okay. So, right here. That's a good intro. Okay, so this is Alyssa. His brother. Who? Brother. Okay. So, what are we doing right now? Driving. Where? On the 91. That's right. Okay. So, I had an idea uh-huh. for a podcast. Okay? And it's so that I can interview my friends. And it's not really for anybody else to listen to. I'm your brother, Alyssa. But other people, you're also my friend. Okay, I guess. <laughs> Um, you're also my first victim, so I, I, yeah, you're kind of my guinea pig. I had other people agreed to do this podcast with me, so you're the first one. And I figured driving on the 91 was a perfect opportunity to start this. Um, and really the point of this was so that uh, me and you and the rest of our friends can kind of get to know each other. If you hear that sound, it's because he's bathing. Um, and... I just wanted it so that we can get to know each other a little bit more and talk about things that probably wouldn't come up in a normal conversation when we're hanging out with our friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I guess this is my first podcast, so yeah. I wouldn't know. Yeah, it's mine too. And I, and I would uh, think my friends would know me. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, but there's like things that, you know, sometimes don't come up in a normal conversation. Okay. And, um, yeah, so I feel like I know my brother. I've only known him for... 21 years. years, yeah. Yeah, 21 years. We came out of the same exact vagina. Same and, one. Yeah. Exactly. Same. Well, we kind of didn't come out of a vagina. We came out of a, a, a tongue. And, um, yeah, we, <laughs> we did. We were extracted. I was, yeah. We weren't even born. We were removed. Yeah, we were removed. <laughs> so, um, nice. So, I was planned. He was an accident. I was, uh, yeah, I was more of like a surprise. Not whatever, whatever you want to call it. Accidents um, derogatory. Yeah, that's why I said it. And, um... <laughs> anyway, I feel like I know my brother enough, but maybe other people don't, you know? So, why don't you give a very brief introduction about yourself? Your name, your age, what you do... But all my friends know this. You don't know that. Alright. Um, everybody calls me brother. Okay, well, what's your actual My name? real name's Eduardo. 21, turned 22 in September. September 4th. September 4th. Um, uh, I love I love motorcycles, anything that has to do with motorcycles. Mm-hmm. I love uh, graffiti. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of really like that urban lifestyle, kind of, kind of, you know, like graffiti, bikes, mm-hmm. uh, hip hop. I mean, my music. My music, my music like you is have a wide very variety. broad. Yeah, yeah. You have a very... I, I listen to country. I listen to rap. I listen to some reggae. I listen to some pop punk. Pop Some punk. grimy punk. Pop. Some heavy metal. Some ska. I mean ska. I you mean, know, me and my brother have been going to backyard shows, living room shows. Living room shows. It, like the yep. craziest kind of shows. I remember going to a show. I barely remember this the other day. Hot Topic had a show oh, yeah, in their really. little little store. It was crazy. Was Mannequins great. started getting thrown. Yeah, you and were, then it got shut down like, like 20 minutes because it was so super rowdy. Quick. And then someone spit in the security guard's oh, face. Yeah, 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 that, that. Was, that was mean. Um, okay, so yeah, yeah so that's concerts. who I am. Who, what else do you love? Uh, uh, 
I love Lady. Okay. That's, that's my dog. Lady, she's awesome. You might love Briley. I love Briley. <laughs> that's what I meant. Lady, my lady. <laughs> I love my lady. Briley. <laughs> we can cut that out, right? <laughs> yeah, I love Briley. We've been together. Well, who's Briley? Who's Briley? Let's... Bri- Briley is... Uh, I would classify Briley as my high school sweetheart. Okay. okay. Uh, you know, because you we guys have been together for... for uh, coming up on six years. Six years. When is so that? So, that's going to be in uh, July. July 17th. Okay, good. <laughs> I'll, I'm on it. Don't, don't, don't try and get me all twisted. I'm good. I got it. And how did you guys meet? We met. I want to know the whole story. Everybody wants met, to know the whole story. Everybody wants to know how we met. Everybody. Okay. All three so, of us. Uh, so, sophomore year... Is uh, is well, really, we, I think we met freshman year, towards the end of freshman year. Uh, I had a classroom with her best friend Haley, and me and Haley were pretty cool. And one day Haley tells me that I should meet her best friend because she thinks that we would get along. So, I did. I mean, in retrospect, Haley's like the matchmaker here. Yeah. Uh, but you know, me and Bradley met, and. To be honest, I didn't. I wasn't uh, really attracted to Bradley in the beginning. It's just more of a friend. I was you just actually, didn't approach it. In I that was actually sense, yeah. in a relationship oh. at the time. Oh yeah, that's right. With so, she who shall not be named. Yeah, so <laughs> I wasn't really looking around like that. I was content at the time. Uh, You're a one woman kind of guy. Yeah, and, yeah. I believe in monogamous relationships. Anyway. Uh, so I met Briley she was cool you know and I was cool with all her friends and it was just kind of something that happened because during lunch uh, my freshman year we, me and a lot of my friends would play hacky sack okay. and right behind a, a staircase where all the volleyball girls sat which was Briley and all her friends and uh, and so you know after uh things happened and I ended up breaking up with my girl we split we separated Splitsville Splitsville yeah <laughs> she got a, sp- a split down the lane anyway uh yeah so I mean pretty much that's uh things fall apart so they can fall together so kind of okay. kind of what happened so yeah that fell apart and something greater came of of that which is Briley and how did that happen though? How did that transition? We just, uh, it was very gradual. It was like we were really good. We would really, we were really good friends at first. Uh, me, her, and Haley, plus me and Benny, you know, we were kind of like a double, a double team kind of thing. And uh, not, not like that. It wasn't no Eiffel, Eiffel Tower shit. It was some real, real love shit. It was like two homies and two homegirls. It was two homies and two homegirls. That were really vibing with each other, okay. and uh, and it was it was uh, the summer of freshman year going to sophomore year, okay. I believe. Uh, that's when we all hung out. It was just like a, it was just like a pure, pure joy. It was no sexual intent. It was just platonic. No, yeah, platonic. platonic. Exactly. We were just cool. It was just all fun, and I could say definitely that summer was probably one of the best summers of my life. Uh, I had unreal amounts of fun. Damn, I gotta get over. Uh, oh, oh, fuck! You took the I missed it. <laughs> Damn, I missed the edge. You gotta get back on, bro. I don't know what we had to do. Hold on, I, I'll do it. I'll, I'll look it up on my phone. 
Um, anyway. Uh, best summer ever. Best summer ever. So, pretty much, uh, that's kind of when I started liking Briley. When we found out, like, I found out what kind of music she listened to. It was, like, my music taste. Yeah. Everything. Like that very broad music taste we talked about. Yeah, exactly. The broad music, she liked it. She liked all that. And, uh. And that was a very prominent thing in her life, too, just like it was music, yours Yeah, well. music was, like, my life. Yeah, exactly. I've grown up going to concerts. Yeah. Loving music. <gasps> And as well as she so we kind of just clicked like that and I don't think I really started liking her liking her until until like maybe a year after us being friends and then uh, one day she invited me to her birthday party mm-hmm. uh, at Boomers okay. and I caught myself uh, really trying to make it happen so that me and her could be in the same go-kart <laughs> and that's kind of when I realized, hey, maybe I do have feelings for this girl. And uh, and I did. So I just kind of went with it. Um, and it happened. I mean, it just, I, I remember the one day I, I would always go to her house with all my friends. And I never had, I went alone. And by just me and her, you know. Yeah. And one time I did. And, uh, and I remember sitting in her... Um, in her kitchen and this was before anything was disclosed between me and her we we hadn't uh, acknowledged that we liked each other or that anything was there at all did you think that she liked you there was something there we just hadn't brought it to light we haven't uh, uncovered that yet yeah we knew anyway uh so that's kind of where we at at that point and her mom her mom asked me like uh how my grades were and at the time they were terrible. I had like straight, <laughs> straight F's. Okay. And um, and so she asked me, and I told her the truth. You know, I wasn't gonna lie. And uh, she pretty much just told me. Well, she not pretty much. She did tell me. Well, I'm letting you know, if uh, you're gonna date my daughter, you're gonna have good grades. Oh. And that's kind of how that. And we kind of looked at each other like dating. Like what? We had never we even had, said anything about We're that. not gonna date, like. <laughs> but I, I said okay, you know, I'll get good grades, and so I got good grades. Like, I, yeah, the the next two years of my high school, I was three point five GPA. I was honor roll, and yeah, I did that shit all for Briley, dude. And then. Uh, so at one point, okay, so I'm assuming you got the good grades, and how? What, what point did you guys transition from very good friends to boyfriend and girlfriend? Uh. <laughs> Uh, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny story, dude. Okay, so I, I I knew I liked her and I felt myself changing for her. So I knew it was getting kind of Update, serious. just to give you guys an update. We missed the 91 because brother was so enthralled with this story about Riley that we accidentally turned on to the 55 and yeah. now we're on our way towards Newport Beach trying to get back to Anaheim. So that's, that's you know, if you hear some pauses in this speech, it's because we're trying to get back to the 91. Yeah, okay. But yeah, so you guys turned it to Boyfriend So I guess you could say this is the 22 podcast, 22 West. The 55, we're on the 55 right now. Yeah, we're about to get on 22 though. Oh, okay. No, anyway, okay. anyway. Uh, what the fuck was I saying? Uh, how you guys transitioned from boyfriend from oh, friends to boyfriend. Oh, yep, girlfriend. okay. Um, so what happened was... What happened? I was like, 
uh, that summer, I used to just, um, oh, God, oh, God, oh, fuck. <laughs> anyway, that summer, that summer was a crazy summer. I mean, I wasn't, uh, you know, I was getting my grades and shit right, but, but I, I was still trying to go hard. Like, I was, you were gooning. I was, gooning, I was, gooning, I was tagging, I was doing all kinds of crazy shit, not giving a shit, you know, I, I did care about my grades, obviously, but. When it came to getting in trouble and shit like that, I didn't care. I was, I just wanted to have fun with my friends, and so at that time, at that point in time, I would stay up days on end, uh, just hot wired on coffee and shit, and monsters and energy drinks. And I think uh, that day that I had went to her house where this transition occurred, I was up for approximately 72 hours. Okay. And I went to her house. You were gonna say we're on crack. No, and, and that's what I think. Uh, kind of played a big part in that whole you know uh me and her family kind of thing because i would go over there and i would just sleep on her couch yeah and they were like what's wrong with this kid you know like why is he just come over here and fucking knock out yeah and uh anyway so i was so out of it that i just told myself you know what i think uh i think if if she says no you can just go to sleep (laughs) exactly i was so tired that if anything went wrong i could just fall asleep and forget about it. And forget about it. So I was like, you know what? I don't want to come off too strong. I'm going to give her a kiss on the cheek when I leave. And, and that's what I'm going to do. Okay. So I said, how am I going to do it? I was I was pondering. I said, you know what? I'm like, when I give her a hug, you know, our, our faces are kind of close. So, you know, I'm just going to look over and give her a kiss on the cheek. And then that's a it. Smooch her. Smooch her on the cheek. Okay. And so, all right. So we're going outside. I'm going home. And I give her a hug. And I turn to give her a kiss, right? Don't tell me she did the same thing. And she did the same thing. So you guys smooched on the lip. And we half kissed on the cheek, on the lips. Like, you know, like it was like the corner of my lips with a corner (laughs) of her lips. And to this day, she still says that I messed up our first kiss. But I didn't. She messed it up because she turned her head. You know? Like, it was supposed to go a certain way. I was supposed to just give her a kiss on the cheek. And then if she wanted to keep going, then we could have kept going. But... (laughs) But she turned her head and, and it threw me off. So I grabbed her head and I just kissed her like 10 times. Oh. And then that was it. I left. And then uh, that's kind of what changed it. So that's, that's so how that came So then from then about. you guys just kind of adopted the title as boyfriend and girlfriend. No, I asked her. I oh, actually okay. did ask her. Okay. You know, maybe like a couple days later. Uh, we were, you know, I was at her house and I was leaving. And I just told her, like, I want you to be my girlfriend. Would you, like, would you be down with that? And she said, yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. All right, cool. It is what it is. <laughs> and at one Six point, later, was there any any sort of was it gradual? Because I know that your whole relationship has been very gradual. Uh, was there any defining moment when you're like, "I am in love," or no? Or was it just a gradual process? Yeah, I would say, I would say definitely there was a moment, but I feel like there was a few. Oh, that's up. Did we miss something again? Uh, oh no, you can still go. You can take the five north and. The, and that's the right there. Oh, no, I'm good. I think. Oh, listen, this is very bad. I know, anyway, I know, I know. Anyway, um, was there a defining moment? Can you remember one of the defi- like one of the first defining moments when you were like, I am in love? Um, oh, shit. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, w- I would say maybe... Oh, man, that's, that's hard because I feel like I feel like it would have to be the time where 
it's hard to remember because I was the times where I was like, uh, I was up all day. Okay. But I remember, I remember sending like a four thousand character message. Oh, okay. You know, like I wrote a novel. Okay. About how I felt, and I, I think it was right after a concert. Was it I, the warp tour? You almost passed out. No, because we weren't even. You guys weren't dating during that. We weren't time, dating huh? during that time, no. That's when Joey was there and shit. Um. Where am I going? So you're straight, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. No, I, I think honestly, it did. It happened like so gradual that that it's just kind of like it's kind of like one of those things that just happened. Like, yeah, and just one day you're like, oh, you know. This is it. No, it wasn't even like that. It was just like, like I just caught myself doing things out on characteristics, you know, like yeah. characteristic of myself. Yeah. You know, just because I would, I didn't want her to feel a certain way. Yeah. So you just started taking her into consideration. She was my priority. Yeah. Yeah. She exactly. became like a priority to me. So that's definitely when I was like, man, what the fuck? And six years later, it still feels the same. It feels brand new. And what does love feel like for you, or what is it? It feels like, it feels like, um, I would say it feels like, it feels like you're driving. To the five E's. Uh-huh. If I were to put it in, in, a, in a picture for you, I would say. You can say on this line. I would say that, imagine you're driving inside of a, a diesel truck. Uh-huh driving down the road and the only thing stopping you are some an- a, a army of ants what do you mean I need you to elaborate on this. so like you're gonna crush all those fucking ants right yeah no ant is gonna stop a diesel truck yeah is that what you feel like that's, your love is that's what it feels like yeah that's what it feels like yeah anybody could really say anything or, or anything like, anything could happen and, and that's it that's it we'd work past it yeah and Briley's been with you through a lot through everything. Through everything. Everything. And what are... She's been through some tough times. Oh, yeah. That we've been through. Oh, well, she's, she's going through tough times. She's, she's, yeah, she's going through tough times right now. And she's also... A, yeah, but she she's, she's stronger than me. Like, I can tell you that right for sure. Right onto the 5 North. Uh, right onto the 5 North. Okay. Um, yeah, she... I would say she's a hell of a lot stronger than me. Like... Well, yeah, she's she, she holds shit down, like... The way I could, and like, yeah, I think that's why we kind of feed off each other that way, yeah. Because she lacks, she lacks like that patient, you know, calm, chill aspect. Like she kind of stresses out over things, and I'm always laid back. But she, I lack what she has, which is that super that urgent, driven, like, like nonstop, hard. Yeah. Like, I mean, ambitious. I have that in me. It's just a matter of like finding it I guess yeah. she, she was raised that way yeah. her parents are like that you know so she's been she's been uh, wired that way I, I wasn't so I'm trying to break the cycle and, yeah. and she's helping me uh, you know her family's helping me do that and it's not easy it's like go, uh, it's still like the five north. it's like telling it's be on the left. yeah it's like telling a crack addict stop smoking crack you know yeah it kind of just doesn't, doesn't happen doesn't overnight stop, you know? yeah. she has two jobs she goes to school no. Yeah, and it's nothing. It's like she handles that shit. Yeah. And and I feel like even if you threw some more on her plate, she'd be able, she'd to, be able to handle it. Yeah, so kind of going back on, like, the tough thing, what what do you think is the toughest thing that she went through with you? Not, like, maybe something that she was there for you. Through, oh, what was the toughest moment? Uh, I think I know what it is. 
is. What? I think we both know what it is. 2013. Paul Wall. Paul Wall. Yeah, that's for sure. And a lot of people will know and uh, yeah, some of our friends might know, but some of our friends might not know really everything that happened. I feel like you and I had different experiences back in 2013. I feel like during that time, everyone was me, you, and mom, and everybody kind of lost the glue a little bit. Yeah, definitely. We, we weren't there. We were all grieving, and so we couldn't really be there for each other in the way that we would like to because at the time, we kind of had to put ourselves back together. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So, for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, why don't you explain and then explain your experience, explain what you were feeling during that time in your life and what had happened back in 2013. Well, what happened was Paul Wall, and for those yeah, of you who don't, our, yeah. yeah, if you don't know Paul Wall, that's our dad. We call him Paul Wall. We call him Paul Wall. Um, well, he back in 2013, he had a heart attack. A stroke first. A stroke, yeah, that's right. He had a stroke. He had a stroke uh, one day. Which was you, uh, were, you were present for that. I was not. I was asleep. Yeah, I was that, out and, and, I, and I'll remember that because that was a. Uh, it was a uh, a Saturday. Yeah. So it was a you, Saturday from the beginning to the end. Let's try and see if we can fit in this story. Let's. Uh, a Saturday, so I was kicking it with the homies, and I had just got a call from mom, and she was crying hysterically, which she kind of cries a lot about over things. So I didn't think anything of it really. Yeah. She said my dad was acting weird. I figured he was just high because he used to smoke weed. So I figured he was just stoned, stoned talking some bullshit, and, I, and my mom was tripping out. Uh, so that's what I thought, but, you know, obviously it seemed a little more urgent, so I went over there. I went over there, and... Uh, Do you know how to get to there for ball? Uh, yeah. You're going to take a right on... Like a right on ball? ball? Yeah. Yeah, if we're on ball, we're good. You know, you're going to take a right on harbor left on ball okay all right yeah you can turn it off um so you it was more urgent than usual yeah okay so i ran over there you know went home and uh uh side note uh paul wall and mom had just went to the swap meet yes okay they had just got back from the swap meet and uh and uh another side note mom had just made him a turkey sandwich yes okay he had just got done eating so that that's those are the things that took place before I showed up, uh, and yeah, and um, so when I got there, I just uh, you know I was talking to him. He seemed normal. Nothing didn't seem like anything crazy. And uh, and then my mom mom asked me to, to ask him where where they just went, and I asked him where hey, where'd you guys go? Nowhere. He said nowhere. I was like, nowhere? You guys didn't go nowhere? No, I've been here. So I was like, okay, that's weird. I said, what did you eat right now? Well, I didn't eat nothing. I'm hungry. He's like, what do you, like what? I said, you didn't, you didn't just eat a turkey sandwich? No. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's weird. And then, uh, so then uh, I just, you know, I, I thought that was really weird. And obviously something was wrong. So I told my mom like, "Yo, we need to take we need to take him to the hospital, like right now." And she said like, "No, there's no way he's gonna go." I said, "Okay, well, obviously he's not in the right mind, so we can you get him to, to, go. Him to go. We can yeah. get him to go somehow." And so I just told her to tell him we're gonna go get ice cream. And uh, so he got in the car. We took him to the hospital. 
and uh, 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 I don't know why. Did we... he even know what the hospital was? Yeah, he did. He knew. Okay. We showed up. He was all pissed off. Okay. But I don't know why we showed up. We showed up to JFK. Yeah. And that was just... Uh, you know, honestly, and that one little decision was pretty much... According to the doctors of the other hospital that you guys ended up taking him to, yeah, that we all ended up taking morning. him to, it this could have all been reversed. Which, in a sense, I'm not entirely mad. No, I'm not either, because it changed him for kind of the better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So go on. You took him to the hospital. To the hospital, pretty much. They just told him he was high and and uh, nothing they could do, and everything was good. Checked him out the next morning, and then uh, immediately after he, they checked him out, we took him to uh, Eisenhower. Well, no, you guys came home first. Well, yeah, we came home, but we took him that day. Yeah. We yeah. took him, like, right a yeah, couple right hours morning, later, yeah. like an hour, a couple hours later. And uh, they pretty much, first thing they did was a CT scan. Yeah, we were in the waiting room for a long, I felt like it was a long time. Yeah, it Mom was. was in there. It was, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, the CAT scan obviously showed you had a fucking a blood clot. And, like, the front, front No, he left. had a stroke and he had a blood clot. Well, that's what a stroke well, is. Well, it was swelling in his brain well yeah that's yeah, what a stroke so, is because a clot yeah. clot stops flow in somewhere in your brain and uh it creates uh it makes it creates part a blockage, of your brain yeah. starving for oxygen yeah. so it fucks up yeah and, so uh, and it's shown not only had he had one stroke he had yeah. had two other yeah, mild yeah, ones yeah mild ones yeah, yeah this one was larger this one was a moderate stroke yeah exactly not a severe no it's quite yet well actually at first they didn't know yeah because of the swelling but then afterwards it worked. But I remember mom. Do you remember mom coming out and just going straight outside? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and so. Yep. So that happened, and go on. And uh, yeah, so he had the stroke, and we pretty much for the next week, we were teaching him to count, mm-hmm. count money, ABCs. Uh, he didn't really remember us, or if parts of his family his language his his spanish was his first language he didn't know it yeah he didn't know spanish um he didn't know where he was his own name who the president was the country he lived in yeah he didn't know shit so we were we were going through that and then and then bang the heart attack heart attack we were here with the heart attack yeah i was there for the heart attack one week later for this group yeah um so the moment that you found out about the heart attack talk about that i was uh i was at lunch at high school i was in lunch sitting at the table and uh at that time i had a i was driving my dad's spare truck which was the black f-150 and uh so i brought it to school every day so uh thank god for that and um yeah, I forgot who texted me. I it think was it was you, it right? Was, I called you. You called me. Yeah, you said, yeah, get to the hospital right now. And I remember... No, it was mom, actually. It was mom. I remember. It was mom because I remember when I was there for the heart attack. I was there. We were the ones who took him to the hospital and stuff. And my mom was driving about 120 miles through, like, oh, residential yeah, neighborhoods, yeah, yeah. running red lights. It was bad. It was a bad heart attack. Later on, just a side note, because I was the oldest and my parents weren't married, I had all the medical... I, I had the responsibility of all the medical decisions because I was over the age of 18. I was 19. No, I was 20 at the time. And um, and I remember... I remember when I was at the hospital and my mom went with him because there was too many doctors and nurses for both of us to be in the room. And when they finally transferred him over to have this emergency stamp put in his 
part about. Um, I remember walking and I remember telling myself over and over like, hey, Alyssa, you took the stroke really bad. Um, and no one kind of gave mom any chance to, to grieve because she had no choice but to kind of step up for everything and continue to work and continue to do this. And so I told myself, you know, you, can, you have to step up now. And I remember repeating to myself over and over and over again, walking to the cardiac pulmonary ward saying, you can only cry if he's dead. That's it. You can only cry if he's dead. And I remember when I got to my mom and she said that she had called my brother. And the first thing my brother said was, is he dead? And at, then I knew we were on the exact same page. We were like, we yeah. were probably thinking the exact same thing. Exact you have to step thing. up because the only time we can cry is if he's dead. Yeah, and I didn't cry until later, dude. Yeah, well, I but, up and, like, yeah, you, let's let's get through when you found out first. So I found out, and then uh, yeah, immediately I just got up and started walking outside of school. And back then it was like the school was really strict on kids leaving, but I didn't give a shit. So I was gonna, I was jumping the fence, and and the security guard saw me, and he rolled up like pissed off, and I just told him, look, dude. My dad's in the in the hospital. I think he had a heart attack, and I gotta go. Like, you can try and stop me, but you're not gonna stop me. I'm gone. And he was like, "All right." And so I just fucking bounced, speeded over there, got there in like ten minutes, and then uh, showed up. And it was he was in there and pretty much pulled through. So yeah, thankfully. And thank, I remember. Thank God, yeah. I remember afterwards when we had gone like the very next day to talk about everything, and the doctor who had worked on him and saved his life had told showed me his his charts and was you know was like take a good look at these at these um at your dad's heart rate because something needs to change with him because in cardiology we call these heart rates tombstones because no one survives through them and you know he's doing a lot better now but how was that emotionally for you what were the emotions that you went through afterwards because i feel like all of us kind of grieved really privately well i just feel like that was the first time i ever thought of not having him around it was yes like, it was a very it was very weird. very yeah, harsh it reality was crazy it was like this is real this like, is like he could seriously be gone and, and we'd be left to fend for ourselves yeah exactly and and that point when brother received the call it was at a point where we didn't know oh, someone parked. oh no that's oh, me friend. i have to park in the garage <laughs> Does she have the clicker in here? I don't know. Um, and I, at that point, when, when my brother initially received the call, this was the point before the the nurses or whatever had come out and told us he was okay and he had lived. So that little in-between moment, we didn't know if he was alive or dead. Yeah. And, um, and that was when my brother received the news. So that was kind of like a, like a big, big, reality check like we don't know in the next few minutes if my dad's going to be alive yeah and i feel like you know everyone always told us you know like you're so lucky he had the the stroke in the frontal lobe of his brain because it only affected it didn't affect his mobility which in a sense i get it but at the same time i don't feel like we were lucky because i feel like like nothing's lucky about it nothing is lucky about it in fact i feel like we kind of like it's it's waking up one day and your dad doesn't know who you are anymore and everything about him changed and even though now honestly he changed for the better it we still had to grieve because 
because we lost a dad that was there before that day. You know? Yep. That dad that we had before is gone. Although now he laughs a lot more. He's a lot more open. Yeah, I feel like he enjoys life a lot He enjoys life, absolutely. The person he was before was very stoic. I don't really remember him laughing at anything that we said, playing around with us. Very serious, but he was still our dad. Yeah. And so we loved him regardless. But how was that emotionally? What what were the things that you went through? What were the things that you did? How did you cope? Uh, My journal. Briley, too, I'm sure. Briley, yeah, definitely she helped me. Yeah, because I was at school at the time, and I remember just lunch, just being like zoned out dude absolutely yeah i remember i broke down at school one time and if you want to tell us about that you can tell us well i would but we're fucking here i know yeah we gotta pop open this garage i know you want to go in there really quickly all right well we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up i guess that's the end we're gonna wrap it up and i guess we can do a part two sometime yeah we can yeah together yeah totally all right peace out later guys